Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, and myself, Brady Quinn. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. <laughs> Rock, man. Uh, oh, jeez. Hey, LeVar, what is that? You hear that? What is that? Yeah, that's that's called the bass flare. <laughs> <laughs> we love the way that bass flare comes, kicks in. Bass trigger. Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> the bass flare. Oh, oh. Uh, man. You know, there's, there's a lot of people waking up listening to our fine affiliate in Bakersfield uh, where uh, corn uh, is originating from yeah. uh, that are upset with LeVar calling it the bass flare. You know, it's a base I, I don't think they're that upset. That's you a good know, point. You know who's more upset, who's I think, that? and probably more embarrassed is, is John Mara. Oh, I mean, that no. would be yeah. – I mean, John, are you are – you is this the most embarrassed you've ever been, John? Yes, it is. Uh, thank you. Oh, okay. no. uh, very Straight to the point. Uh, he's not oh, up for no. talking uh, after uh, the, the uh, hit job that uh, Brady Quinn put out on him in the first segment. What are show. you talking about? I mean, listen, oh, no. the guy's going through a lot, and then you got to turn it into some uh, grab-ass fest uh, and ask him really hard-hitting questions. Look, that look I felt just because he had some spicy food last night and happened to have an accident on the way into the office, I mean, John, is, is that why it's the most embarrassing <laughs> moment for you? Ew. Uh, honestly, I, I'm not proud of saying this, but if I'm going to be 100% honest, I would have to say the answer is yes. Well, let's hope. This is me, Mara. This is me, Mara. Lord, did this not happen to you earlier today, too? Hey, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of times this yeah, going. Lamar. It does. Yeah, Lamar. <laughs> yeah, yes, Lamar. it happened to me earlier. The walk of shame. The du- uh, the penguin du- <laughs> penguin walk of you're, shame. You were hurrying. You were hurrying. You you're were hur- I, I was hurrying. Yeah. <sighs> you know, every once in a while, you got to stop, too. You know? You, oh, you, yeah. You get, you get on the move, and then it gets on the move, and then yeah. you just got to stop, and you got to stay still and you gotta yeah, hope it's like uh, uh, like juggling on a unicycle you know sometimes it's better to do it standing still you know oh. it's just uh, you gotta be careful you'll drop something mm, you know it's just mm, uh fumble mm. i had that actually you know there's a cleanup on the carpet uh, you know i did that one. in front of a buddy of mine one time i, I had i was walking well, he dropped me off and i was walking and and i had to you know do the business and it was just really really a violent <laughs> and turbulent moment in my life and and i had to keep stopping and as he, he, he's pulling off, he's like, are you all right? I was like, yeah, man, I'm good. Why you say that? He's like, why you keep stopping? I, I, I had to flip it. I had to think quick on my toes. I said, why are you watching me so close, man? Drive your car. You're going, you're going to wreck. Oh, man. I, I, had, I had to uh, keep stopping, though. I, the closest Jonas. I ever came. Okay, I'll go ahead. Yes. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to say the closest that I ever came to having something like that happen is uh, when I was driving cross country to take uh, the radio job, my first radio job. I didn't know. But I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know. There was no map quest back then. I didn't have one of the, yeah. uh, you know, an iPhone or anything. Yeah. Thomas guy. So you're just, you're guessing where, where's the next available stop. And it was, it, I was in trouble and I was pulling a U-Haul so I couldn't go past like 75 miles an hour. And I saw a Hardee's bird. 
burger, a Hardee's restaurant. Mm, yeah. And I remember racing as fast as I could up the Hardee's, uh, to, up to Hardee's. I get to the bathroom. Thankfully, it's there's one stall in the bathroom. Nobody's in there. I didn't even get all the way down. It was one of the hovering as you're landing. You start to hit the eject button, and uh, thankfully everything went uh, went smooth. But that's the closest I ever came. And you're terrified. You're nervous. You're sweating. Uh, you, you feel like, oh my god, is this is this the worst moment of my life? But uh, thankfully, uh, thank God for Hardee's was able to make it through there. <laughs> yeah, pretty good food at Hardee's too. I was yeah, just going to incorporate um, one of Jonas's all-time favorites, uh, Andre the Giant. Did, did you ever hear the story where they're on the set of the princess bride he apparently andre the giant let out a 16 second <laughs> fart oh, and wow. literally brought production to a standstill and the director uh rob Reiner said are you okay andre and he replied i am now boss <laughs> i mean the, the guy had to crap in the tub you know yeah. what I mean? Like he didn't. That's a real story. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't fit on uh, on toilets. But uh, you know, rest in peace. One of the great. Uh, one of the all time greats. Andre. What a clown Jones. show this yeah, is right definitely now. Definitely. Oh, is. I By saw way, what you just did. Uh, two pros. I saw what you uh, just two did. Two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio. Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Um, so Joe Judge is obviously. It's not a gone. clown show. It's uh, not clown show uh, joe judge is actually uh, he's so he's gone from the new york giants uh, he is no longer the head coach there uh there were some uh reports that uh you know tmz apparently uh was circling the joe judge house uh why they would be doing that i have no idea but um there they were uh pictures of joe judge and uh just a ton of a ton of beer and pizza being delivered to Joe Judge's house. Now, uh, some people, and I'm not going to name well, them. I, I have a theory. Well, I mean, some people were making fun of the fact that his Christmas decorations were still up. I wouldn't do that, but that was some people uh, on our on our show text chain. But um, that was you know, not me. I mean, I'm just saying. You know, the uh, the idea it's that Jonas. Uh, <clears throat> there, oh, there's ahead, this this thought, and somebody was making the point that uh, maybe he was entertaining some of his coaching staff, and that's why all the food and the booze were being delivered. Maybe they were finally uh, are, ending are the you clown sure? show. Uh, that's, I, I was going to say, I think there was a group of clowns there. Yeah. I mean, oh, you know what? Wow. We got John Mara on here earlier. Oh, hey, can we ask Coach Judge now? I mean, Coach, was was that just a group of clowns you brought over for a performance or something? This ain't some clown show organization or something else. Yeah, I mean, oh, let's, okay. Uh, that's okay. Well, so, I mean, oh. he's going to dispel that myth. But, um, you know, I, I, I think uh, I'm okay with, uh, you know, pizza and beer if he wants to well, blow well, off some steam. Can I, can, I ask, can I ask Joe Judge a question? Please do. Um, um, Joe Judge, uh, was were, were, were you having David Gettleman at your house when you had all that pizza and beer? This ain't some clown show organization okay. or something else. Okay. Oh, wow. He's sticking to the company line uh, right I now. I mean, you know, oh, okay. he's, yeah. Oh, well, he's a Belichick guy. So, you know, well, he's, uh, yeah, he knows how to respond to that stuff. We're but on to look, Cincinnati. Yeah. I mean, the guy just got canned. And let's be honest here. How bad it went and how ugly this got, he's never going to get another chance again to be an NFL head coach. It's over, right? I mean, this is it. Like, he, this feels like the one shot he had. He's 40 years old, and now he's looking at, you know, obviously going to be well-paid uh, from this job, and he's going to be well-paid moving forward, being an assistant coach. I'm assuming a Belichick would take him in uh, open arms uh, and say, come on back. Matt Patricia came back. A lot of guys come back. Josh McDaniels. Like, this to me feels like I think he acknowledges this went about as poorly as it could have gone, and he wants to blow off some steam with some pizza and beer. I got no problem with it. Good for him. 
get out. Why yeah, would there man. be a problem? I mean, yeah, who could, the, who could ever get upset at pizza and beer? I mean, take away the beer. You've been you've been you know being distracted by pizza your entire life. Birthdays, school parties, movies in school classrooms. Everything has to have pizza. What's your favorite day in the in the cafeteria growing up? Pizza yeah, day. The square you know, pieces, too. Yeah, I mean, was, it wasn't yeah. even good. But no, you know what? Terrible. It was pizza. And that was what made it made it relevant. So the fact that you added beer into a Coors, I think it was Coors. I, I think I saw Michelob on Ultra, there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a Michelob. I, you know, my father-in-law, God, you know, God rest his soul. He was a Michelob Ultra guy. Yeah, and you know Spurs what? beer. Yeah. It, it, I, I got to tell you. Man, it, it has a good good taste to it. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's you can, it is a sprinter's no. beer. You know? Every time you it, saw it the advertisements, there's some dude running on a track and then grabbing a Michelob Ultra after. I was just like, oh, apparently when I go running, I need to come back and just go ahead and hydrate <laughs> yes. with a nice ice yes. cold Michelob Ultra. They're actually really good, man. All I'm right. telling you, they're really good. No, they are good. My oh, neighbor yeah. across the street drinks like a 12 pack a day. He yeah. loves it. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, lying. He'd tell you that. It's basically a 12 pack of water. So I mean, right. this is right. Yeah, let me get an ultra. Yeah. There's not a whole lot in that. Can I ask you this? Did Joe Judge get fired on his day off? Did he get fired on Tuesday? Uh, yeah. How are you going to get fired on your day off, yeah, Joe? Bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's well, well, it's Tuesday. You ain't got no job. You ain't got nothing to do. You just sitting around here like your daddy. <laughs> you remember that? They scene? say they got me on. They say they got me on camera stealing. <laughs> Where you think you're going? You ain't got a job. <laughs> you better worry about the dog getting your ass. Um, <laughs> yeah, basically. Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, what y'all trying to say? Joe Dunn's gonna start selling down. Jonas's question, though, this is the sad part about all this is I think he's young enough where he will maybe get another shot. He obviously interviews well. Uh, he still has, to a degree, a, um, you know, the, the recommendation of Bill Belichick. I mean, Bill Belichick was a big piece of, you know, the, the Mara family, or the ownership there in New York, deciding to hire him as a head coach. And if he does go back there, they have some success. Yeah, you'll probably see him get another shot. I mean, Josh McDaniels, head coach, didn't work out, went to New England, almost signed with the Colts, backed out of that one. Now he maybe is the heir apparent to Bill Belichick, but, you know, he's still got another shot. A little bit different because he's an offensive mind, and I, I think you look at what he did with Tom Brady and what he's done now with Mac Jones, and you say, well, yeah, you know, there's, there's more proof to all that. Joe Judge, even though he's a wide receivers coach, he was a special teams coordinator, so we don't really take many stats or, or what happens on special teams and apply it to justification for why they should be a head coach. That's probably the thing that I think stands in his way is it went so bad and that in the position that he's in, it might be, just, it might be hard for him to be able to get that next shot or opportunity. You ain't got no job and you ain't got <laughs> to do. <laughs> That, that is cruel. Pizza and beer, man. That is cruel. Dang, Listen, Joe. Uh, I I uh, I hate call. I don't like calling for anybody's job. I'll never do it. I don't care how bad you think the guy is as a coach. I, I yeah. actually feel bad for guys like that. I mean, look, we, we saw feel bad it. for their family. I well, mean, yeah. that's the reality, and all the coaches involved. And people look at it. Well, and they let's, go, let's hold on now. Hold on. Yeah, okay. Hold Here on. We go. Here we go. Hold on. You uh, just like when you play the game, you know what the risks are. 
are. You, you know what, what you're walking into. It's like riding a bike, a motorcycle and, and coaching. It's not a matter no of seat. if you're going to fall. It's a matter of when well, you're going to fall. Everybody I falls. Other, I think the other thing that you got to point out, too, is think about the players involved. You got some talented players there. And if you got a guy who's not a good head coach or isn't the right guy for the job, you're wasting their opportunity and their career in that moment. I mean, that's the truth of it all. I mean, if Saquon Barkley was drafted there at a time where they had better offensive line play, where they were better suited, I think, to help use his skill set, or if he just was drafted to a different team, I mean, imagine what his career would look like right now as opposed to what it's been. I mean, as a running back, you're so contingent upon a lot of things that are around you, whether that's the offensive scheme, the offensive line, maybe even some of what you can do from a throwing standpoint so you don't have to carry the the entire load. But, I mean, that's the reality of it is he got drafted to a team that hasn't really had any ability to utilize him. And and you've got a talented, talented player who you just kind of wasted away at this point with what's going on there. Uh, you guys want to play a fun little game here? Sure. Right, here we go. This is a fun little game. Uh, the New York Giants, over the last 10 years, have the fourth worst record in the NFL. All right. So, John Mara, I, I apologize. I know you're very emotional about the status of your team. Uh, they've been a, an armpit fart for a decade. Uh, forget, forget about the Super Bowls, buddy. That's a long time ago. Uh, but here we are. They have the fourth worst record over the last 10 years. So, can you guys guess – the three teams with worse records in the Giants over the last 10 years in the NFL. LeVar Arrington, uh, we will start with you. All four? No, just guess one. One, one of the mm. three teams that have a worse record than the Giants over the last 10 years. Jacksonville. That is correct. So LeVar yeah. is on the Gosh, board. Dang it. That was going to be mine. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars are the worst, a 261 winning percentage. <laughs> but don't worry. Uh, they didn't. Oh, they, they used to clown more. out. Uh, yeah. All right, so we've got uh, two oh, more. I know where you're going to go with this. Don't do it. Uh, uh, Brady you're going to say the Cleveland Browns. Well, we're going to take turns. You're going to say the Cleveland Browns, we're gonna, aren't we're, you? We're going to take turns. Brady, Gosh, you're next it. up. Brady, you're next up. I know uh, it is. All right. It's Cleveland. It's going to be Cleveland. That is correct. Uh, the Cleveland yeah. Browns are Why are you going to do it like that, man? I'm just saying. Like they are the second worst, a 326 Sorry, uh, winning percentage. There is one more. Although I haven't team. been there in the past decade, so I can't really. Detroit. It All right. Uh, so, LeVar, that's your guess, the Detroit that's Lions? That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. But they were kind of competitive with Caldwell. You sure about that, LeVar? It's There's between Detroit and Miami. Okay. Uh, both of those I are incorrect. Oh, oh, that is wow. incorrect. Dude, Miami's uh, won 19 games past two years. Yeah, ten uh, years though. You said ten years, yeah, right? Yeah, Detroit. But they, Detroit has won three more Gase games. Won ten years or ten games his first year. Detroit though. has won three more games than the Giants over the last decade. Oh, there is one gosh. other team other than Jacksonville it's and Cleveland. The Jets, dude, come on, who has it's won, the uh, Jets. Brady it's Quinn. The Jets. What is your guess? It's the, it's the Jets. That's a good yeah. one. That's Brady the Quinn. That is correct. Yeah, that is correct. Uh, yeah. And it's the New York Jets, I'm the Cleveland lie, Browns, though. and the Jacksonville Jaguars have won fewer where, games than the Giants over the last 10 years. Other than that, is, nobody else. Where is Detroit on that list? Detroit. LeVar, like that, that was... Detroit is actually uh, two ahead of the Giants. Uh, the Raiders wow, uh, are right ahead really of the close. Giants. Oh. Uh, the Washington football team are next up. Tampa Bay, Chicago, oh, wow. Houston. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just but de- but Detroit, I think most people would have thought, but that the 0-16 season came before the past 10 years, right? That was like an 0- uh, 0-7 or 0-8, I okay. believe. Okay. Yeah. So there's. Uh, I there's did that. take that into consideration, but I guess I missed. But but that like that no, just no. You know what happened? We got old. 
And then oh, thinking, oh, we started yeah. thinking that like yeah. that was like a few years ago, and they're like, no, that was 15. You're like, oh, wait, what? Dang. That yeah. was 14 years ago? Oh, okay. Well, my bad. And, of course, the, uh, the <sighs> Patriots uh, on the opposite side, uh, by far and away the best record of the last 10 years, uh, 115 yeah, and 46. Okay, who's second to them, though? I think you'd say either Green Bay or – you know who's been really good, though, over the last 10 years because of Russell's been there in Seattle? It is the Seattle Seahawks. Look yeah. at you. Uh, well, look no, because think about it. Like, they haven't had – this is their first losing season. Well, and he yeah. got there in 2012, right? And, and also, uh, Seattle and Kansas City are virtually neck okay, and neck. So, yeah. The tie goes to Seattle because they have a tie. So, they're 105-55-1. and one. Uh, Kansas City is 105-56 and 56 over the last 10 years. So, uh, so there it is. So, um, you, know, the, uh, you know, our thoughts and prayers to uh, Giants or Jets or Browns Isn't or Jaguars Isn't that crazy, fans. though? Like – if Russell wanted to move on from a situation where next to New England, they've won as many games as anyone, and they would still want to break that up? Like, yeah. that's just – that's kind of crazy to me. But I get it. Every Sometimes you got a shelf life, you know? Uh, it is uh, Two Pros and a Cup of Joe we here Fox Sports that. Radio. Brought to you by Discover. <laughs> real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Uh, up next, we have a return. Somebody is making a return, an all-pro, a pro bowler. We will get into all that for you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Lavar's uh, fan club on Twitter is uh, chiming in on the show. Just want to make sure you saw that, Lavar. Just want to be. Uh, Did you read my message? <laughs> Not yet. I don't want to. Uh, yeah, read it. Read it on air. <laughs> I don't want to. No, don't read it out loud. I just want you to like, read it. When you tweet oh, something, man. do you have to include a photo? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's that's. Just, uh, uh, it's just. Bizarre. I'm just gonna say that. Uh, concerning is uh now we are going to get into uh somebody who is not concerned uh, about uh, about a uh, situation coming up this weekend in the nfl uh, there's a game that took on a whole new storyline uh, but i did want to uh, point something out here i just mentioned this before we hear from eddie garcia and we get to all that uh so jim mercy as uh, the uh, the owner of the uh, indianapolis colts uh, well hold on hold yeah. on hold on don't bury the lead he also performs he is point. a singer he's got a band i, I believe he's got the jim ursay collective which if i'm not mistaken i think it was earlier this week or last week i'd sent you guys yeah. part of his performance he's a part of a it's a four-man band or three and a half if you count the tree that he was using he likes leaning on trees yeah, yeah. well uh, leaning on any object yeah. really yeah yeah, yeah. Well, i get it yeah. yeah i mean so uh listen uh you know, i mean his band they're like famous band members like they've played they're legit. Some, yeah they yeah well look it's like, it sounds really good and i mean it well, even and then the the singing choir you know, it just everything culminates to to really, really create this amazing sound, and then Ursay just brings it. I mean, home. if you got enough money, really? you could probably you could, <laughs> no, you could probably no, uh, no not uh, really. Say, like, <laughs> in fact, I, in fact, I do recall saying that, and and this is what Joe Judge had to say to me about that. How about this? <laughs> It's just like unbelievable. How about this was? Yeah. Look, Joe Judge. 
This ain't some clown show organization. Yeah, right. yeah, there we go. There we go. There we go. Joe, Joe's uh, got a food coma from there all the go. pizza and beer. He's a little slow on the draw uh, sometimes. But, well, that uh, sounds embarrassing. Uh, but I don't think anyone's more embarrassed this morning than, than John Mara. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so well, here's honestly, another one. I'm not proud of saying this, but if I'm going to be 100% honest, I would have to say the answer is yes. And now, so, so that was the, Berto uh, being late on the it, drop. That, you know, he, uh, he's well, a, he's know, embarrassing. Not, not here to, uh, not here to yeah. air anybody out. But, oh, uh, no, no. So, so the Colts, the Colts, uh, the uh, the Colts owner uh, Jim Beam. I mean Jim Irsay. Uh, he, Jim uh, Beam. Uh, sorry about that. I apologize. Just, uh, just a little slip up there. I apologize. Uh, so he's just, you know, he's talked about how uh, there, you know, there are definitely going to be some changes made. Uh, you know, the buck stops with him. Uh, you know, the Colts are disappointing a lot. You know, his team, oh, his football team. All right, let's just go ahead and uh, and make this less confusing for Jim Irsay. There are two issues with the team. Number one is your quarterback, Carson Wentz. And number two, you got the hard knocks curse. Remember they yeah. wanted to do in-season hard knocks? They, they thought they it was a great it. idea. Oh, they yeah. Everyone loved it on the outside. Oh, they thought it was brilliant. And next thing you know, they're taking a dump in the final game of the regular season and letting Pittsburgh in with a 9% chance to make the playoffs after what happened on Sunday uh, Night Football. Not only did they take the dump on, on in the last game, but look at who they took the dump against. Yes. Like, if you would have said to me, all you have to do, guys – is beat Jacksonville to get get into the playoffs. I mean, wow. would you be sitting there giddy? I know people were in that 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 team meeting room slapping high fives, giving each other hugs. We going to the playoffs. Asses. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like we're yeah. going to the playoffs. We got Jacksonville. Come like, on, we're boys, good. let's yeah. go. <laughs> I mean, they, they realize they haven't beat him in in Jacksonville in what seven years, eight, whatever it's been. I mean, th- then that reality came out. And I, I mean, look, you know, so so this whole idea was like well you know uh, there is a hard knocks uh, curse but uh, we throw it in mid-season maybe it doesn't exist no it does it absolutely yeah, does yeah. and and you got it that and the fact that uh you know your quarterback uh you know did not play well all basically he all didn't season. play that bad this year though i mean mm. statistically speaking it doesn't look that bad now there are definitely some instances where you go oh god i mean he was he threw 27 touchdown passes to seven receptions that's not that bad. What's and their what's their bad? The problem plan? is is the problem is the seven that he threw just looked awful. It yeah. was just uh, the left-handed one at the goal line. I'll, I, I mean, I'll never forget that one. I mean, how many quarterbacks can say they throw a pick with two hands? You know what That's I mean? A great point. Like That's it's just uh, you know. I mean, I, I feel like you know we got to find the positives. That's all the way around, yeah, right? Find the positives. But, in but this. so back to your point though about the hard knocks curse. Here's what came from hard knocks though. I feel like. Like Frank Reich and Chris Ballard, like the organization itself looked really good. And it was a, an awesome look for everyone on the outside to get an idea of what's kind of happening behind the scenes throughout the course of a season. And so, like, yeah, you build up that equity and you become almost like a media darling in a way. But the truth of the matter is all that matters is what happens on the field. And so, you know, I think sometimes you get organizations that want to do this sort of thing because they feel like it's good for their brand and, and even some of the decision makers who are involved. Like it's, it's, it was good for Chris Ballard. It's good for Frank Reich. It, it's probably good for the brand of some of the players. The truth of the matter is it's not good for your team. Like, it's not good for success. Like, we've seen this time and time again. So I, I don't know. I mean, I think you're, you're at a tough point because are you running a business or are you trying to win a Super Bowl? And this was a team that I think 
was in a position, it's safe to say at one point this season, with a potential MVP in Jonathan Taylor, a shot at winning a Super Bowl, one of the best defenses, and somehow at 9-8 and eight, it all kind of fell apart at, at the end, which, again, to LaVar's point, you just had to beat Jacksonville. Like, that's Jeez. all you had to do. So they bad. couldn't do Come it. On. So All right, can I, can I toss something out here, though? Yeah. You're mentioning Hart Knox curse. Well, weren't there two seasons for this season this year? Yeah. Wasn't there an original team that did Hart Knox? Yeah, in, Dallas. In yeah, but, you know, that, that doesn't – So, well, the, are we dealing with a Hart Knox curse? See – Are you saying one and done, though, That was – that, that was, was I you mean, just said before? I don't know. I mean, this is a dangerous, when, dangerous hey, game. Is the Pison passion going to show up this I week? Mean, when I we, don't know. When this we is picked, a dangerous game. Hey, when we picked our underdogs, I was surprised you didn't pick uh, the Niners on the road at Dallas because you've been yeah. all over San Fran all season long. I, I tell you what, that zone – that zone run and that RPO style offense. If he gets into a if he gets into a rhythm, and that defensive front gets going because they can disrupt any team. Keep that in mind. This yeah, defensive can. front of San Francisco Armstead, can man. Come on, man. They can disrupt anybody. So if they find a rhythm, Dallas could find themselves in a very very serious situation. And I just wonder, does the does the curse of hard knocks strike? Yeah, yeah. Man. Well, think about. Yeah. By the way, it's not like I mean the underlying storyline in this one is Dan Quinn and Kyle Shanahan. Like, mm. like what you're talking about there ah, is true. Dan Quinn was the head coach for Atlanta. Kyle Shanahan, who was the offensive coordinator, play caller before he took the job with the 49ers. Mm-hmm. We all remember what happened in the 28-3 Super Bowl, the, the comeback and all that. Mm-hmm. I, I think the underlying storyline in this one is if Kyle Shanahan <laughs> gets up in the second half towards the end of the game – does he choose to throw or does he choose to run oh, the football? Man. And is Dan Quinn going to walk across the field <laughs> and just go absolutely nuts <laughs> at Kyle Shanahan, who didn't do it maybe what he should have? Yeah. And now this time around has learned his lesson, and it's to knock out the Cowboys. This, this is going to be one of the best games, though, I think, of, uh, of the wild card round, though, and just seeing how that, that plays out. And, and plus, if you grew up watching football in the 90s, Cowboys, oh, Cowboys, I mean, come on, yeah, man. This, yeah, is, like, yeah, this man. is this is what it's about. You this know, is this what is what it's about. about. Yeah. I told you guys, this is what yeah, it's this about. Is, hey, did I say that this is what it's about? And, and this it's like what it's about. a wise yeah, man once told what? me what this is say? what it's about. Yeah, yeah, a wise man once told me tough balls. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. That's very appropriate here yeah. for morning radio. Coming up, and we'll call it 12 minutes from now, it is another edition of the BQ News. And I am hearing some reports, uh, somebody with intimate knowledge that uh, it's lit. Uh, dot, yeah. dot, dot. Yeah. Yeah. So this may be uh, the best that. one of the week. I, I may not even follow up tomorrow with one because um, this oh, wow. one could be my mic drop for the week. You, you guys said that the show is up like over a thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably because of the BQ news. That's man. no. No. It, I think true. it has to do with the fact is, that our is, show. Is, Show didn't exist at yeah, this time that's, last that's, that's year, the, but that's uh, you know it's beside the point. That's yeah. that's the trick. You know? No, I'm thinking that it's like one million percent up because of <laughs> the BQ news. Yeah, that's what I'm sticking with. I'll tell you this much: you'll like you guys will like a couple of these stories. So um, there's I, I need to. I'm going to start off with one though that I need some time because I think we really need to hash it out. All yeah, right? that's good. I mean, I'll just uh, put it that way. now uh, speaking of time, it's been uh, some time since Eric Weddle's played an NFL game, uh, but he's back. 
back for a playoff game. I, I just would like to raise uh, at least some level of concern uh, if I'm the Rams. Uh, I know Jordan Fuller is out. You got Taylor Rapp, uh, who's uh, still recovering from a concussion. No word as to whether or not that came from uh, um, Jalen Ramsey punching him. Uh, then we've got uh, Darius Williams, uh, who's also banged up. Um, the fact that you're turning to Eric Weddle, who's been retired since 2019, uh, after that season. Uh, isn't that a little bit concerning before a playoff game? A little yes. bit. I mean, yes. uh, a little bit, you know. This yes. seems like we got a problem here, you know, maybe with the Rams. It's a uh, bit concerning. I, I'm trying to figure out, though, and I know they're signing. I don't know if it's for depth so much or they just don't feel like they can put some of the other players. Like, I know Nick Scott, um, who was a seventh-round pick a couple years ago, I, I think he's, you know, banked up, but I think he's practiced this week. I think he had a thumb injury or something. Um, they've, they've got Terrell Burgess. They, like, they've got some other guys. I, I just I, – I don't know. You know, I mean, the, the bottom line is he hasn't played, what, two years? Is yeah. that 2019, I think, yep. was the last time? Yep. I mean, he's a hell of a player, yeah. man. He really is. And, look, maybe this will become more the norm. It sounds crazy to say. But maybe you'll see more guys who retired and a team calls them. They've got a chance just to play a few games. They've stayed in shape. And they come back in there to try to make a run. Like, I, I don't I, – I, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And I think it'll be – I'll be curious to see if we don't see more people try to do this. I mean, you already, you already heard T.O. He's like, sign me yeah. up to the Bucks. He's like, I know they need wide receiver help. But I can go play five games. And yeah. if anyone's ever seen T.O., that dude's in shape. Yeah, like, he is. You can you can catch him right now. I don't care where he's at, what he's doing. Ask him to run a go route. He'll, he'll make a play for you. I promise you that. I mean, it worked well for Richard Sherman this year. That's for sure. So, oh, that, that, I mean, I'm just saying it worked well for him. You know, he's back on IR and his season's over. So, you know, Jeez. I just, you know, I'm just saying it feels it feels like it's a, it's kind of problematic that the other uh, and, and Brady Quinn picked the Cardinals. So he should feel good about this. The fact that was, by the to, way, the Richard Sherman thing was different. He came in amongst the regular season. I'm saying if he signed right games. now. Yeah, like you're like talking a about Haley type deal. Yeah, come yeah. on. Man. Yeah, but but we knew that Richard Sherman was staying in shape. He was working on uh, like tack- Smith. Yeah, tackling drills with uh, front oh, doors. Geez. I'm just saying. Well, then if that was the case, then what? he should have not been picked up because kinda... he did not. He did not win. Well, <laughs> the door I mean, won. You can't <laughs> win. Uh, it kind of <laughs> reminded me of Rocky IV. You know, it's just that at home training. You know, oh, very man. good. That just door saying. was like, uh, what is this? I know. Like, <laughs> What, what what are you doing, dude? Like, do you see what I am? I am a very nice, thick piece of wood, and I have I have metal dead bolts and all this old good stuff. Why are you hitting on me like this right now, Richard Sherman? Is stop it? You're not going to get by me. Is Weddle a Hall of Famer? He might be, man. He's like, got I, I was, I was two all resume. pros, two all yeah. pros, six Pro Bowls. Like he's got. Well, he was like a man. second team All Pro three times, right? Something See, that's like the that, thing yeah. about pro bowling is that when you say it in its retrospect, you don't know. You don't know if they were an alternate or anything like that. And a lot right. of times, that ma- I mean, in our era, that mattered. Yeah. If mattered. you're an alternate, you're not really like – it's like when the alternates got to the pro bowl, you'd be like – all right, man. I'm glad you know. We're glad you made it. <laughs> Go get me a beer. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's like you're you're a pro bowler, but it's not. It's like you're really not. <laughs> it's like you're a backup. You know, it's like the like the guy that should be here with us is playing in the Super Bowl, or 
you know, they they opted out because of an injury. And and even though you were happy for him to be there, it's not as much of a, a an accomplishment if you're an alternate. Yeah, and, and I just it's, it's true. You know, so if you hear somebody was like a six-time, eight-time Pro Bowler, but they were an alternate all every time, it's not as, it's not as big of accomplishment. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That's why I think you look at all pros, and when you see Weddle, you're going, okay, he was a two-time first-team all-pro, three-time second-team all-pro. Like, that's, that's, that's difficult. It's very difficult yes. to be uh, all-pro first-team more think, than one Think time. about Rodgers. Rodgers should win his fourth MVP and you, if you, you if you correlate that to how many times he's been first team All Pro, I don't know that he's been first team All Pro more than three times. Maybe yeah, maybe I'm wrong in that not. assessment, but um, yeah, it's he, just hard. Well, and and especially uh, when it comes to these guys, I mean, it is a free vacation though. So right? he's I been mean, he, he's been a first team All Pro obviously every time he's been MVP. So he's been a first team All Pro three times yeah. and MVP three times. Like, but think about it. Like we view Rogers as like one of the best of all time. And and you're like, oh, it's only a three time all pro. You know, like, it's kind of crazy. You think about that. Blows me with Rodgers. He's still got less than a hundred interceptions in his career. Like, does he get to a hundred yeah. interceptions for or a hundred touchdowns first or a hundred interceptions? Or excuse me, five hundred touchdowns or or a hundred oh, interceptions? Touchdowns. What, he's got four forty nine. He's got fifty one. To get to 100 touchdowns, yeah. or 500 and, touchdowns. And, and seven picks. Seven to get to, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, he'll get to 500 touchdowns before he gets to 100 picks. That's it's crazy. Nuts. No, it's, won't. it's crazy. No, crazy. No, um, all right, it's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, uh, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Relax. All right, coming up next, we're going to have the news with BQ. It's yours right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern. 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Uh, We're going to be back on the air same time tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific. If you missed any of this show, you can check out the podcast afterwards uh, for an update on uh, Brady Quinn's new career venture with the Daily Bugle. Uh, So that'll make make some sense uh, when you check it out on the podcast. Uh, Right now, uh, speaking of Brady Quinn, it's time for this. News. Turn on the news. Let's go to the news desk. What's the good news? Here's Brady Quinn. And away we go. All right, gents. Has anyone heard of a company named Carex? Uh, I have not. K-A-R-E-X. No. No. Okay. Well, here's the reality is, if you know what the brand Durex is, uh-huh. I've heard of You'll that. understand that because They Carex, make balloon animals. Uh, well, some people use it as balloon a, animals. Other people use it as condoms. Carex uh, oh, oh, is, is oh, one of the largest oh, in the world. It's a uh, it's a Malaysian condom manufacturer. They make literally oh, wow. one in every five condoms globally. Lamb skin. All right, they've uh, they've come up with uh, some stats over the past couple of years, and here's it's it's a it's actually the exact opposite of what they thought was going to happen. 
Condom sales have plunged 40% over the past two years, according to CarX. And they're trying to draw some conclusions or answers as to why, because there was a thought that when the pandemic hit and everyone was isolated or quarantining, that they would probably be having more sex, not less having to be around each other, or at least the people in their pod who they were friendly with. That right. it would be happening more, yeah. but it hasn't been the case. Um, oh no, it's, it's happening so, more. Oh okay, it is no. happening. It's, it's just more or less. Type? It's it's less rubbers and oh, more. Good God. More, yeah okay. All right. <laughs> so you're less saying Dorex. that you're saying people are literally tossing the rubbers to the side and they're uh, just you know, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, think about it. If you're quarantining together and you're in your pot, that means that you are sharing all the same germs. So there's a different level of comfort of, of, you know, interaction. Yeah. Mm, Okay. uh, There could be a baby boom out of this, too. I, I wonder what the baby numbers are. I mean, uh, I actually think it's been down. Yeah. Um, oh, well, the then there's th- then they're using birth control in terms of giggity, giggity, something giggity, giggity, different giggity. than uh, Dorex. Yeah. Okay. I mean, All you right. know, yeah. you have a theory here, Jonas. I mean, you know, I I, I do, um, and I would love on, to share it, to it here us. on the air. Come on, come on, um, do it. I, I do just, it. I, I like. Uh, you like your, having uh, a job? Yeah, I like having a job. Okay. So let me give you, Brady. I'd like to pull out, Brady. I'd like to pull out from this conversation. I understand what you're saying. Maybe that's the other method that uh, people are using. Pull out and pray. Um, Okay, there you go. The other other theory is that... Kind of funny. uh, The hotels obviously aren't making as much. People aren't traveling as much because of some of the travel restrictions that are with that. So the the other theory that CarX kind of floated out there was um, people are apparently having fewer one-night stands. At hotels or hooking up on vacations, and so that apparently that would be yeah, that yeah, would be the reason big, for them. It's such a big piece of their business is that they're they're saying that less of that is happening, so you're not seeing um, that as well as far as part of their revenue stream. That's a good point. I mean, I, I think that's a hell of a theory. Yeah, it does make sense. <laughs> I mean, it I does mean, make sense. One night stands, you got to make sure that you 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 tight with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Got to stay I mean. strapped up tight, yeah. extra right. tight. Right. Jonas, how uncomfortable do you feel right now? Well, I'm good. I, oh, okay. uh, you know, listen, we're just hanging out, man, doing uh, doing some fun. I mean, hopefully, uh, we don't get radio. called in today. Yeah, you know? well, this one, this, this one might be uh, pretty attractive to a lot of people out there. There's a study uh, there they found that cannabis compounds might prevent the virus that causes COVID-19 from penetrating healthy human cells. Wow. Yeah. There's two well, compounds commonly found in hemp. One is uh, the abbreviation is CBGA. Another one is CBDA. They were identified during a chemical screening effort as uh, having potential to combat the coronavirus. How about that? Now, granted, this is researchers from Oregon State University. I guess um, I have to go visit Oregon State. And <laughs> yeah. Be a part of the uh, the, the studies. <laughs> yeah, but in Corvallis. Yeah. You know, don't get bit by the green wolf uh, while you're out there. Uh, oh, but, but I'm just saying, apparently, uh, the yeah, weed. a little hippie lettuce in your diet. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 